to Season 2 of Granite State Golfers with Micah. I am an avid amateur golfer in New Hampshire. This podcast dives into the stories of the top amateur golfers in my home state. We are about to tee off. Please join me. Hi, everyone. I hope you are doing well. This is the final installment of this summer's Neighboring State Project, where I check in with some of the top golfers in Vermont and Maine. This episode features Haley Katona, who recently won her first Vermont State Am title. Haley was candid about the nerves she felt before and during the tournament. I appreciated her insights and honesty about that. I think it is something many of us can relate to and learn from. Haley grew up in Canada and started playing and competing in golf at a young age. We recap that, and she talks about some of the big big wins she has had in Canada. We also discuss her collegiate golf career and her plans for golf when she graduates. Thanks for listening, and I hope you enjoyed my conversation with Haley. Hi, Haley. Welcome to Granite State Golfers, and thanks for coming on the show. Thank you so much for having me. Let's talk about your recent victory capturing the Vermont State Am title, which was held at Mount Anthony Country Club. It's a three-day stroke play tournament. You shot rounds of 70, 77, 76. You won by three. Congratulations on the win. How were you feeling about your game heading into the tournament? Yeah, it was my first tournament in, I think, nine months. So I was a little nervous. Um, I didn't go into the tournament setting high expectations. I just wanted to go out there and have fun. But I did feel pretty confident in my short game and my ball striking going like going into the tournament. I was definitely really nervous. Yeah, you were nervous. <laughs> yeah. So, so that th- you battled through the nerves though with a with a wonderful first round shooting 70. Tell me about that round. How did that round get started? And did you eventually, and if you have any tips for the listeners, how you manage your nerves in that first day? Yeah, the first day I just went out there and had fun. The two girls I played with were very, very nice. And we had like a really fun and engaging round. Um, Just talking about things other than golf. I feel like that's really, really important to keep your mind off of the round you're playing yeah I played really really good um I kept it simple um the course did play fairly short shorter than what I'm used to I'm used to like 6,200 yards um so it was just playing conservatively off the tee hitting like four irons off the tee a lot um and just aiming for the center of the green the greens at Mount Anthony were quite unusual um They were quite undulated and really firm. So I had a little bit of a hard time holding the greens. Um, Oftentimes they would land and then roll to the back of the green, which I haven't had much experience before. So it was hard leaving myself with birdie opportunities. But that round, I was able to get my lag putts pretty close and make some good short putts. Um, And yeah, my ball striking was pretty solid, just hitting it to the center of the green and getting that two putt yeah nice so you you have the lead after day one how did that what was your mindset or nerves like with the lead heading into day two yeah it definitely changed for me um I had a pretty substantial lead I think it was like five or six strokes 
going into the second round. And that's when it sort of kicked in, like, oh, I could win this and I would like to keep a pretty big lead. I wanted to increase my lead. Um, I definitely let my nerves of being in contention get the best of me the second and last day. Um, the second day, I, one of the ladies I played with, Jojo Valente, she like had an amazing short game, like made up and down from everywhere. So it was a little unnerving to see that because I just could not two putt. I three putted, I think four rounds or four times that round. And um, once you start like leaving putts short or blowing them by, it can get into your head. Yeah. So every time I would be over a long putt, I'm just like, oh no, you know, yeah. don't leave this one 10 feet short. You just can't let that stuff get in your way. And golf is a thing where you need a sport where you need to stay in the moment. You can't think about the past and you can't think about the future. Yep. Um, but yeah, I struggled off the tee the second day and I hit my ball striking was good again. I didn't really give myself any birdie opportunities because my balls were rolling out to like 30 feet and that's not really birdie range. Yeah. Um, it's a bonus if you make one from there. Yeah. I was just really nervous being in contention and I wanted to win. I wanted to win really, really bad. And I knew that I could do it. It was just the doing it part that is harder than yeah. you yeah. would think. Um, now you had that you still had the lead after day two. So heading into the final round, you still have the lead, not as big as you had after day one. Um, and I think from one of the uh, newspaper reports I was reading, you it sounds like you struggled a bit on the front nine of the third day, but then played really steady, solid golf on the back nine on that final day. Yeah. So the first nine holes, I was really nervous. I was playing really tight golf which you need to play loosely. You need to, Amy Olson is a, on the LPGA. She put it really well. You need to practice like it's the most important thing in the world, but you need to play like you don't care at all. And I, I cared way too much when I was playing that first nine holes. Um, I didn't hit many bad shots. I hit a couple errant tee shots, like on number eight, that uh, is a crazy hole. It's very tight. I just, I three putted a couple times on the front nine, um, which is where I definitely lost a lot of strokes that tournament. And then I think at one point I had the lead by like one or two shots. And I was just like, you need to get it together. Like, let's just have fun. Let's just play golf. Let's just not worry about it. And if I win, I win. If I lose, I lose at the end of the day. Like, it's just golf. It's not everything. Yeah. Um, and then I went out and parred every hole in the back nine. Um, and it's funny because I started out the tournament parring the front nine. Um, yeah, I just relaxed and started enjoying myself out there. Nice. Well, those are all good reminders. Very, as you said, hard to do, but nice when you're able to do that and stay present. And congratulations on your on your win there. Let's Thank let's you. go back in time a little bit. Um Tell us where you grew up and when when did you start playing golf and what other sports did you play as a kid? Yeah, so I grew up in Tilbury, Ontario, Canada, which is like 12 hours from 
Bennington, Vermont, where the tournament was. Yeah. I spent my whole life in Tilbury until I went to college. But I started playing golf when I was three years old. And wow. I started playing in tournaments when I was five. Wow. Um, so the story of me getting into golf is kind of a funny one. And I always enjoy telling it. Um, so Tiger Woods hold this chip. I'm not sure what tournament it was at, but I think it was the Canadian Open at Glen Abbey. Um, and my dad saw it on TV and he told my mom, I'm going to go buy her clubs. And my mom said, oh, like, don't do that. That's kind of silly. And he did it anyways. And um, yeah, I picked it up really quickly. I have a younger sister. So at first we kind of started it as a family thing. Um, But yeah, I just like was pretty good at it right out of the gate. And I really loved it. So it kind of became a me thing rather than a family thing. Yeah. Um, But yeah, I started playing in tournaments when I was five. I don't really remember much from that time in my life, but um, I didn't really know what a tournament was at that time. So I kind of was just carefree. Sure. And I feel like I played pretty good. Yeah. Um, I did have a lot of junior wins, especially like before I turned like 12 years old. The field sizes were obviously a lot smaller back then. I did have a pretty good junior golf career. Tell us a little bit about your high school years and continuing to play tournaments and reading about um, some of your wins, including one, um, and this might have been maybe in your early college years, but uh, I do want to ask you about a tournament you won in Alberta. I think it might have been 2021 in which you shoot a 29 on the back nine. Yeah. um, So I'll start first about my um, high school. Okay golf um so I was on team Ontario for three or four years I can't remember because I was a little bit (laughs) a while ago I I struggled a little bit uh golf wise when I was in high school I won a lot of high school events in where I grew up in Canada we had like three different sets of events so our first one was Lambton Kent District School Board and then Southwestern and then all of Ontario and I won all of on the all of Ontario high school tournament, which is the equivalent of a high school state championship okay. in the U.S. So I had a successful like high school golf career. Um, outside of high school, I had a couple good tournaments. Um, in 2019, I won the Hurricane Junior Tour National um, event, which was held in Orlando, Florida. I shot six under for that tournament. Um, and that was before I went to college. Um, but I played my first year of college golf at Georgia Southern University. We didn't really play in many tournaments because it was it happened during COVID. Yeah. Um, but after that year at Georgia Southern, I decided I wanted to transfer. Um, and I committed to Mercer University, where I'm currently a student. But in between that, summer between Georgia Southern and Mercer I had a really 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 good summer and it's I think the best golf I've ever played in my life and the proudest I've ever been of myself I started out that summer winning the Ontario women's match play and I can't remember what I won the matches by but um I played really really solid golf and I played with two like Canadian golf legends Terrell Samuel and Judith Krenesis um, so I was a little bit nervous playing against them, but, um, 
I did, did end up beating them both and making it to the final wow. and winning. And then like two or three weeks later was the Alberta Ladies Amateur Champion Championship. It was an emotional victory for sure. I started out, I think the first day I shot 74 to over and it was kind of underwhelming. I shot like three under on the front nine and then did not play very well on the back nine. The second day I shot six under 66. And then the last day of the tournament, I was, it was a similar kind of situation as the Vermont women's amateur. I was really nervous about being in the lead and out of the gate, I kind of struggled. I think I shot one over on the front nine. And I was just like, oh boy. And I had lost my lead and I was tied with two other girls. And I was just like, okay, let's just turn it around. And I think I birdied 10. I birdied 11. I can't remember. <laughs> it was like two summers ago. But I was like four under through four holes or something crazy. And I ended up shooting seven under for the back nine and another 66 wow. um, for the final round. And yeah, that was a really special victory. That's I had been through some struggles um, my first year collegiately and some struggles earlier in junior golf. So that kind of proved to me that I can do it and that my hard work had paid off. Yeah. Yeah, it was, there, are a few, there are videos online where like I walk off the 18th green and I'm just crying and I hug my mom. Oh, and it that's was, great. It was really, really special. Well, I can I can tell that means a lot to you. And two sixty sixes in a tournament, including a twenty nine, is that's some really great golf. So congratulations on that. Let's talk Thank about you. your collegiate career. So you started at Georgia Southern, as you mentioned. You're now at Mercer. Uh, you're starting. I probably starting up your semester now. What does the fall golf schedule for your team look like now? Yeah, so I'm not competing for Mercer University this semester um, as a way to preserve an extra year of eligibility for the next school I'm going to. I'm transferring to Central Michigan University. Um, as a grad student, I'm graduating from Mercer in December. Okay. Um, so if I were to play this semester, I would have to sit Got out it. right away. So yeah. we're just saving an extra like that yeah. year. What are you going to be studying? Um, what are you going to be studying in grad school? So I'm going to get my master's in history. I will be graduating from Mercer with a major in history. Okay. Super. Um, let's um, let's talk about your game a little bit uh, for people that maybe aren't familiar with your game. You mentioned that your iron play in the Vermont tournament was particularly <laughs> strong. Um, just walk us through your game, uh, what some of your strengths are, and maybe a part of your game that you're working on. Yeah. So historically, the biggest strength in my game has been my ball striking um the last like year and a half have been a little bit of a struggle for me I kind of lost my I feel like I've lost my swing so we're just I'm working with my coach back home um just trying to <laughs> figure it out and gain confidence again I feel like a lot of my struggles currently are from overthinking um, I play my best golf when I'm not thinking at all. Yeah. Um, but so that was my strength historically. Right now, I would say my strength is definitely my short game. Um, I've spent a lot of hours on the putting green um, for the last like year ish. 
and I feel like it's paid off. Um, I'm just hitting, the, you know, just really solid putts and yeah. I'm getting some good reads on them. And if, if they don't fall, then like, it's okay. The next one will. Yeah. Do you practice, um, uh, let's talk about the putting practice for a little bit. Some people, all golfers would benefit from it. Some people find putting, you know, practice your putting is <laughs> a little bit boring. Do you have yeah. certain drills or distances that you particularly work on? Yeah. So one of my favorite drills at the moment, I have this like me putting template where it, it's just like a little sheet of plastic and it has like a 15 degree arc on it, which is like the standard arc for a blade putter. Um, so you put tees in it and if you like, yeah, you have to put your putter in between the tees. Yeah. So that's my favorite static practice drill at the moment. I also enjoy a putting ruler where you have to keep the ball in a ruler or yeah. a meter stick. Um, but on my favorite one of my favorite drills is lag putting. Historically, I've struggled with my lag putts. I have a hard time gauging speed and distance. So my tendency is to leave putts short. Um, so I like to have one ball and do like 10 putts outside of 30 feet. So like different holes every time um, and try and get it within three feet. And if I don't get a putt of my first putt inside three feet, then I have to start over. Okay. That's good. Um, so it keeps it competitive. I feel like a thing, the thing a lot of golfers struggle with is not making their practice like real golf. Yep. Real golf is competitive. You're either competing with the course, like you're competing with the course every time, but sometimes you're competing with other people. So sometimes when we practice, we just get into this mindset of repetition and we're not thinking like we're not engaging with practice. So keeping practice competitive and keeping it like you play is really, really important. So that's what that drill is kind of getting at. Yeah, that's good. Um, let's talk about what's in the bag. Uh, let's start with driver. What are you currently hitting for clubs? Yeah. So for my woods, which is my hybrid freewood and driver, I have the Callaway Mavericks which are like three or four year olds years old. Yep. Um, for irons, I have tailor-made P790s, um, which are also like three or four years old. And yep. then I also have tailor-made wedges and I have a Scotty Cameron putter. Okay. A blades, blade style putter? Yes. And on your wedges, what degree wedges do you use? I have a 60 degree, a 55 degree, and a 50 degree. Okay. Um, what do you play for a ball? I play Bridgestone RXS. Um, I used to play Titleist. I will still play Titleist once in a while because I have a lot of them left over from college. Um, but I feel like Bridgestone produces a really, really solid golf ball. Yeah. I like the feel of a softer golf ball, mm -hmm. but that, that still gives me distance and the Bridgestones just feel like butter. I'm very passionate about I, this golf ball. Yeah, I, can, I can tell. <laughs> um, how do you how do you mark your ball? I put a one dot, usually a black dot, on the right hand corner of the Bridgestone logo, so the B. So this next round, I call 
gimmies. These are straight, seemingly simple questions, and they, they should be. Uh, what's what's a favorite course that you have? My favorite golf course is called Wachasaw Plantation in Myrtle Beach, South Carolina. Okay. It isn't the reason why it's it's an old plantation, it's a rice plantation, and they have the old ruins from when it was a plantation. And I'm I really like history. I'm a history major and will be a, getting a master's in history. So I find that stuff really, really cool. Yeah. So you can see these these um, plantation remnants on throughout the golf course? Yes. Okay. Well, cool. I'll have to, I haven't heard of that course. I'll have to look that one up. That does sound interesting. What's yeah. your current favorite club in your bag? I putter, I would say. Yeah. Okay. This one's multiple choice. You choose between just an absolute hammer drive or flushing, say, a five or six iron or making a long putt. Which one of those are you going to take? I say making a long putt. Good. Do you have a favorite PGA and or LPGA player or players, you know, right now that you like to watch? Um, my favorite golfer of all time is Tiger Woods. Unfortunately, he's not playing right now. Yeah. Um, but I hope he'll be back. Yep. <laughs> me, me too. Optimism. <laughs> <laughs> um, but currently, I really like Roy McIlroy. I love his golf swing. I also like Colin Morikawa. I think that he has a beautiful golf swing too. Yeah. Yeah, those are all those are all good good players to watch. Um, is there a course or two on your bucket list that you would love to play? I would love to play Pebble Beach. I feel like that's a lot of people's dream. Yeah, and Saint Saint Andrews, uh, the home of golf. Yeah, no, two great ones for sure. Do you have any other? So, you, in terms of the rest of the season, you're not playing uh, this semester for reasons you shared with us at Mercer. Do you have any tournaments that you will be playing before the season wraps up? Um, I don't have any scheduled. I might play in a tournament during Christmas break. Um, so in between Mercer and Central Michigan. Yeah. Um, there are several tournaments in Florida. I'm not sure what one I'll play in, if I'll play in one. But okay. I know once I'm at Central Michigan, I'll be playing in like five or six tournaments in the spring semester. So that will be nice. Nice. Um, When you think about golf for you, you know, after you get your master's degree and after college is all wrapped up for you, what, what does, what do you think golf might look like for you? I would love to play professionally. Um, That has always been my dream uh, for as long as I can remember. Um, Of course, that's really, really hard. And there are a lot of very, very talented players out there. And I definitely need to get a lot better. Um, But if I decide not to go pro or if it doesn't work out, I think I would like to get into college coaching. Um, I feel like I'll have experience at three different schools by the time I'm done my college career. So I feel like I have a pretty good grasp on what I do and don't like. Um, and I feel like I can apply that to, if I were to be a college coach, I feel like I can apply that to give the girls on my team, like the best experience possible. Oh, nice. Um, so I feel like I'll always do something in golf. I'm not the kind of person to have a, like a normal job. Yeah. Um, I just, I'm not that kind of person. I like being outside. So, yeah. Well, last question. 
golf has been a huge part of your life from a very early age at age three. Uh, and you hope, as you just shared, you hope that it's going to be part of your life going forward for a long time. What is it about the game that you love so much? I love so much of it. I feel like the best thing about it is that it's so hard and it will knock you on your butt over and over and over again. And that just makes me want to work harder. Sometimes it can be really, really defeating. It can sometimes feel like, well, what's the purpose? Like I practice for four or so hours a day and I'm <laughs> like, I still don't play very well. Um, but I feel like the challenge of it is my favorite part of the game and a big reason on why I still play. It's you hit like one good shot and you're like, that's I'm chasing that feeling all the time. And even if it happens once in a while, it's just still amazing. Yeah. Well, that's a great answer. And I think uh, I certainly identify with that as well. It, it just for a game there where we don't often do what we want to do, but once in a while we can do it, we know we can, and we're just trying to chase that down more often. Yeah. Well said. Well, yeah. thank you, Haley. It was great to chat with you. It was good to meet you. Uh, congratulations on your big victory this summer in Vermont and best wishes uh, this coming year in college. Thank you so much. Thanks for having me. Hey, everyone. Thanks for listening. I hope you enjoyed the episode. Granite State Golfers is produced by Dew Sweeper Productions. If you enjoy the show, please leave a review and share it with your friends. Until next time, tee it up, have fun, and LGLG. LG.